0: and welcome back to my youtube channel this is your girl S. it's e this is S. It's e news and exclusive interviews <laughs> so I hope you guys are having a beautiful day out there today and I just hope you guys are ha- enjoying the t- your time with your families today because I th- I believe that's really 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 important in this day and age to spend time with your family go out there be with your loved ones because you know life is really too short and we should do all that we can to be around the people that we love amen so today I want to discuss depression in the mind and this and I think this show is is very important because we we have been seeing a lot of people being depressed and being depressed lately and you know and causing self harm to themselves to to put, to put it, you know, mildly And I think this is very important But I also want to tell people out there That there is hope There is hope there, there truly is hope out there for you No matter what you're dealing with No matter what you're going through right now You still have hope Don't 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 give up Please do not give up out there That That's what I want to tell people Please don't Please don't give up out there So I did a video of some of the people that we have that we have lost due to depression. And this is not this video is not for kids and I'm just giving giving you a warning and I just hope that each that each person really does get get something from it and i just want to talk about my own experience with my my own experience from depression and hope and hope at the end of this video so let's take a look at this at this at this video and the people in the video are 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 celebrities who have who are not here with us anymore unfortunately i just want to say to those families that we're praying for you we 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 love you here, and we just hope that you continue to keep pushing forward in everything that you do. So let's take a look at the video. I'm sorry, you guys. There we are.
1: it was no coincidence that Robin Williams' HBO tour was called Weapons of Self-Destruction.
2: Tada! You are an alcoholic. And some people say, Robin, I'm a functioning alcoholic, which is, you can be one. It's like being a paraplegic lab dancer. You can do it. <laughs> Just not as well as the others, really.
1: And perhaps it was no coincidence either alcohol. that Williams did that tour in 2009, a year after a major operation.
2: Please, I've had heart surgery, thank
1: you. Surgery that he says triggered mood swings.
2: But after the surgery, you get very emotional. It's like, you know, it's like weird. People go, how are you? God, thanks for asking.
1: For Williams, it was all fair game.
2: When I was growing up, they used to say, Robin, drugs can kill you. And now that I'm 58, my doctor's like, Robin, you need drugs to live. (laughs)
1: Raw, honest, self-deprecating humor in which William shares with the world his struggles with alcohol and drugs.
2: I had a little problem with alcohol. It wasn't really a problem. Everybody had it. But it was the idea You were a, I, I, was a, I was an alcohol. A drunk. You were a drunk. Now, do you think you've beaten it? No, Larry. It's always there. You've <laughs> it. Yeah,
1: I kicked it. <laughs>
2: no, I'm fine. Mean, no, you, the idea is that you always have a little bit of fear, like you have to just... Keep at it. You know, it's a day by day. In
1: 1982, as a young comedian, Williams famously partied with pal John Belushi, hours before the Blues Brothers star overdosed on heroin and cocaine.
2: Cocaine, Mm, what a wonderful drug. Anything that makes you paranoid and impotent, give me more of that.
1: (laughs) Williams soon quit cold turkey and remained sober nearly two decades until 2003, then relapse and rehab here in 2006 for Comic Relief.
2: It's always good for me to come to Vegas after rehab. I love that. It's a good town for you. Good town for me. It's like going to Columbia, you know, going, where are you going for detox? Colombia. <laughs> Just to take it easy in a 24-hour alcohol town.
1: In 2008, when his second marriage ended as a result of alcoholism, he says, Williams again went to rehab, joking about it with U.S. troops.
2: I was violating my standards quicker than I could lower them.
1: Wherever he went, it seems there was always laughter but with that came unbearable pressure. William suffered manic depression.
2: You know, no, I'm not always fun to be around and that there is this thing of, yeah, the world sees one thing and what am I like at home? Different mm. because I can't always be on.
1: Surrounded by millions who adored him, loved him, yet in the end, could not save him. Good night! Deborah Thayerick, CNN, New York.
2: Um, there's a voice and it's a little quiet voice that goes, Jump. It's the same voice, the same voice goes, just one. It's a voice that goes, jump. And the idea of just one. And for someone who has no tolerance for it, that's not a possibility.
3: To talk about it as caused by something. That,
2: it's not I know. caused by anything, it's just there. It's just, you know, it's latent, waits. It lay, you know, lays in wait and for the time when you think, it's fine now, I'm, I'm okay, and then beep. And then the next thing you know, it's not okay. It's not going so well.
3: Was there something somebody said to you, one sentence that got through, that sailed through?
2: No, it's like, it got through to me you need help, and that's the best sentence that got through.
4: Family, friends, everybody. Many people,
2: it was uh, was, uh, pretty much unanimous on that level. And then you go and you say, that's it, yeah, you're right.
4: How long before you decided this is it?
2: I don't know, it was a couple of years of just thinking I can do it on my own, and you can't. That's the bottom line. I can do this. I can stop, and you and I and you really think you can, and then you realize I need help, and that's the operative word. Um, there's a voice.
3: You look amazing.
1: How you doing? I'm good, thanks. Who would your dream guest star be, Robin? Pam Dauber. Oh, oh. from *American Movie*. Yes. Nice. Oh, nice. Thank you. Who else?
2: Oh. Are we, are we making a list? Well, <laughs>
0: throw out another.
2: Oh, Anthony Hopkins. If
0: that's... you if you call, they'll come. What do you think about mediums? We're, we're, um, mediums, like yeah, psychic like, mediums? Yeah, have you ever t-
2: channeling them.
0: Do you think My name that... is Seth.
2: Why do I sound like this? Why do I have to sound like I'm a witness protection if I'm truly a, coming from another dimension?
1: Would you ever want to try to connect with someone from the dead, and if so, who? From the dead? I don't know.
2: Just to talk to the other side, what's it like? I don't know. It's very hot. Where are you? It's like Miami, really. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, talk. Interesting. I've, I mean, I've had. I've, I've heard tapes of, you know, different psychics, and they always have different. They always. It's a different voice. Yeah. It's never. Hi, I'm Sydney Goldman calling from the other side. Collect. <laughs> I don't know. No, I never really.
1: It's all a mystery. Yeah,
2: it's a mystery, yes.
5: there I'm Naomi Judd and what I would definitely tell my younger self is don't stigmatize people you're gonna lose your ability your chance to get to know them as a real human being and I've learned through my dark days and my journey that depression is a disease of the brain just like heart disease is a disease of the heart or hepatitis is a disease of the liver I had that and with depression It is partly genetic, and it's partially environment and circumstances, and then choices. So I've learned I have to take my medication, do my therapies, and be constantly vigilant about my moods. And when I was doing my research on my book, River of Time, I learned that there are 40, this is crazy, (laughs) didn't mean to use that word. In my research, I learned that there are 40 million of us, I can't even grasp that. There are 40 million of us who have depression and anxiety. So please, my name is Judd, and I've learned don't judge people. And just think about it this way. If each one of us practiced being more kind, we could all literally change the world.
2: Someone said the size of the loss is the size of the love. Mm.
4: And that can be infinite.
3: And you know, my, I appreciate so deeply and really want to start by thanking everyone for their for their outpouring of love and condolences. and that um, my sister and I, we have a depth of gratitude. We, we're very, and I also want to address Diane, you know why why we're doing this. And I say and I say us uh, so I'm here as an individual sitting with you by myself. But both sister and pop have have sort of deputized me in certain ways to speak on behalf of the family at this early time before things about the 30th of April become public without our control. You know whether it's the autopsy or the exact manner of her of her death, and so that's really the impetus for this timing. Otherwise, it's it's obviously way too soon, and so that's important for us to to say upfront.
2: Where do you want to begin?
3: Um, there's there are many places to begin. I think that I would start with um, my mother knew that she was seen and she was hurt in her anguish, and that um, that she 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 was walked home. She was walked home. And that there is, when we're talking about mental illness, it's very important to, and to be clear and to make the distinction between our loved one and the disease. It's very real. And it's an, it, is, it is enough to, it, it's a, it lies, it's savage. And, you know, my mother, our mother, couldn't hang on until she was inducted into the Hall of Fame by her peers. I mean, that is the level of catastrophe of what was going on inside of her because the, the, the barrier between the regard in which they held her couldn't penetrate into her heart. And the lie that the disease told her was so convincing.
6: And it's the lie that you are not,
3: that you're not enough, that you're not loved, that you're not worthy. And I mean, her, her brain hurt. It, it physically hurt. And I'm tasked with an exceedingly difficult um, task in disclosing the manner of of um, the way my mother chose not to continue to live. And I've thought about this so much because once I say it, it cannot be unsaid. And so, because we don't want it to be a part of the gossip economy, I will share with you that she used a weapon. Mother used a firearm. So that's the piece of information that we are very uncomfortable sharing, but understand that we're in a position that, uh, you know, if we don't say it, someone else is is going to. It was a day like another day. It... It was a mixed day. So I, um, I visit with my mom and pop every day when I'm home in Tennessee. So I was at the house visiting as I am every day. And mom said to me, will you stay with me? And I said, of course I will.
6: Ashley went outside to bring in a comforting person who had arrived when she came back.
3: I went upstairs to let her know that the friend was there and I discovered her. I have both grief and trauma from, um, from discovering her.
6: She prays that everyone will honor the rest of the details as private.
3: My mother is entitled to her dignity and her privacy. And so there are, there are some things that we would just like to retain as a family. And so I want to be very careful when we talk about this today that for anyone who is having those ideas or those impulses, you know, to talk to someone, to share, to be open, to be vulnerable, there is a national suicide hotline.
2: We're You walking with your heart in your hand every day, worried.
3: I I really accepted the love my mother was capable of giving me because I knew she was fragile. So when I walked around the back of their house and came in the kitchen door and she said, there's my darling, there's my baby, and she lit up. I savored those moments and every time we hugged and she drank me in, I was very present for those tactile experiences because I knew there would come a time when she would be gone, whether it was sooner or whether it was later, whether it was by the disease or another cause.
7: Good morning, y'all. Wait, I keep on saying good morning, but it's not actually morning, it's like closer to afternoon,
5: but hey.
7: Was the youngest person, I was the only person of color, and the only woman in the room. I think that it's important for us to know that, especially young black women of color, we can be attorneys, we are attorneys, and we can be successful in the rooms that we walk into. Here in Times Square, I've got my mask with me, and right now, we're silently standing, people have signs everywhere, and it's really humbling, very um, solemn. It's incredibly important to be authentic because sometimes being different and being unique is what gives other people power and courage to have their own uniqueness and show it. And, you know, I'm glad to be that for other people. My friend, when we're together again, we can support each other. We can all be successful all at once. When we're together. I think there's the there's that proverb from, I don't know, years ago where somebody said, if you want to go fast, go alone, mm-hmm. if you want to go far, go together. When
1: we're together again.
4: I love you, Mom, and you are my best friend and the person I've lived for for years. I wish I could stay with you, but I cannot bear the crushing weight of persistent sadness, hopelessness, and loneliness any longer. I've never told you these feelings because I've never wanted you to worry and because I hoped they would eventually change, but I know they never will. They follow me through every accomplishment success, family gathering, friendly dinner. I cry almost every day now, like I'm in mourning. I've wished for death for years, and I know you would want to know and want to help, but I haven't wanted to share this weight with anyone. Regardless of that, thank you sincerely for being there for me in some of my loneliest moments without me even telling you I needed you. You have kept me alive and ready to face another day because you answer every phone call and you are there for me at the drop of a hat. You listen to me and care when I tell you what goes on in my life and you've always made me feel like you love me. I love you more than any person I've ever known. You've done nothing wrong. You've done everything right. I no longer feel like I have any purpose in life. I don't know if I ever really did. And some things I'm just um, gonna skip just because they're just a little more personal.
8: NOW I WANT TO BRING IN SOMEONE WHO I JUST THINK THE WORLD OF. SHE IS REGINA KING, NOMINATED FOR LEAD ACTRESS, SERIES OR TV MOVIE FOR SEVEN SECONDS. SUPPORTING ACTRESS, uh, IF BEALE STREET COULD TALK, THE FILM NOMINATED IF BEALE STREET COULD TALK, THE LIST GOES ON AND ON AND ON WITH YOU THIS YEAR. Uh, multiple nominee. Congratulations. Thank you. Great to see you. Great to see you too. I told you I would see you here. Yes, Hi. I remember that moment on live yes. with with Kelly myself. And this is your son, yes. it's your boy. How yes. How you doing, Ian? Nice to meet
9: you. I oh, see you guys got the, the memo. We got the memo. Oh, yeah. We we all got the cocktail memo. Yeah. Rose. Yeah,
8: that's right. Cabernet. <laughs> keto, you know? You have to be over 21 to wear these colors. Yes. Uh, well, I like, You look very very sharp, my friend. Thank you. Just trying to get like you. Yeah, well, and me like you, believe me. So, you you portray powerful moms in both of these films. Obviously, we know you're a mom. Did you infuse anything that you learned as a mother into these roles?
9: I'm sure. What I've learned as a mother, what I've learned as a black woman in America that was once a black girl in America, all of, I think, just life experiences. And just as an actor, part of being an actor is um, finding a bit of you in the character Mm -hmm. so that it rings true. TO THE AUDIENCE, SO um, WHILE THOSE AREN'T MY EXPERIENCES, THAT IS REGINA FINDING HERSELF IN SHARON RIVERS AND IN LATRICE
8: BUTLER. AND I DID READ AN ARTICLE TALKING ABOUT SEVEN SECONDS AND IT SAID YOU WERE AT FIRST HESITANT TO TAKE THAT ROLE. WHY?
9: Um, I MEAN, LOOK AT THIS YOUNG MAN THAT IS MY MOST this makes me happier than anything in the whole world. And to know that I was going to have to be in a space of um, a mother losing her child for six months, um, it was terrifying. I didn't realize that was the reason why. In my mind, I told myself, I don't I don't need to play another mother. I need to chill on a mother role for a while. But as I was in it and, and Vina Sued was so um, sure that I needed to be the mother, and as I was in it and we were... Um, working on the show, I realized it was just my own fear of being in a place that I don't ever want to be in life, mm-hmm. you know?
8: I've had a chance to spend some time with your mother, mostly on shows doing interviews, mm-hmm. but she's got this amazing energy about her. What was she like for you as mom growing up?
9: Man, as a mom, usually people will ask me, like, what, what's it laughing, Regina King be she your mother? She seems like she's always in a good mood. Yeah, she, well, she, <laughs> she's just a super mom, really. Like, she doesn't really let, you know, bad work days or anything come back and uh, ruin the time that we have. So it's really awesome to have a mother that I can also love to enjoy. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, my gosh. I can enjoy spending time with yes. and all that. So. Well,
8: know. she's done a fine job, you can tell. Good, good job, you guys. It's great to see you. I like this closeness. Excellent. Congratulations on all these nominations. We'll see, we'll see you up there accepting, I'm sure. He's all right? Thanks, guys. Times. Have you yes. see
9: that, Juliana?
8: Got to, got to. Time's up. Time's up. Yeah, so
9: just for uh, women having equality and safety in the workplace, and then in all individuals, so that's really important to me, especially having a powerful woman that they, were, they rule the world. And to see them not be safe in the workplace is just terrible. And, it's not
8: right and, and and your mother is a role model to not only women but to guys as well to men Absolutely. too. you really are you inspire all of us thanks guys have fun tonight right now i
10: Academy Award-winning actor Regina King is mourning the death of her son, Ian Alexander Jr. The 26-year-old's death by suicide on January twenty-first came as a shock to his family, who issued a statement to People in response to his tragic passing. The statement read, Our family is devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian. He is such a bright light, who cared so deeply about the happiness of others. Our family asks for respectful consideration during this private time. King had been vocal about her close relationship, relationship with her son for years. In 2015, the actor revealed to Vulture that she and Alexander got matching tattoos before he went away to school. Displaying their close bond, King gave her son a shout-out in her 2015 Emmy acceptance speech, saying, The fact that I get to share this night with you, the best date in the house. Aw oh, man. You make me a mother my greatest accomplishment. I love you. Fans are now looking back on Alexander's final statements before his death, and have found he left behind a devastating message. Ian Alexander. Alexander Jr. gave insight into his mental health online prior to his death by suicide. Alexander tweeted out some cryptic messages just five days before he died. He tweeted, You know that episode of Spongebob where they go inside his brain, and it's a bunch of mini Spongebob's just losing their Yeah, that one really hits home. On the same day, Alexander offered his thoughts on the way social media affects him, saying, I don't think Instagram is healthy for me. Alexander also leaves behind positive messages on social media. In celebration of King's birthday in 2021, Alexander penned an extremely touching note to his mother on Instagram. To be able to watch you take this lifetime by its neck and make it yours is something I will forever be grateful for. But to have you as my mother is the greatest gift I could ask for, to be all the you are, while always having the time to be there, love and support me unconditionally is truly remarkable." To say that Regina King and Ian Alexander Jr. were close would be an understatement. As previously mentioned, they loved each other so much that they even had matching tattoos to symbolize their bond before she sent him off to college. In 2015, the actor told Vulture that they inked the same word in Aramaic, which means unconditional love. While hers is placed on her left forearm, Ian's ink occupied nearly his entire arm. As King recalled, His is huge, from his elbow to his wrist. But he said, No, you can't get that size, Mom. We considered different ones, but we felt this really embodies how we feel about each other. What's interesting is that they didn't even intend to have the same tattoo design at first. Well, let's choose
9: three each and not tell each other which ones they
10: are and whichever one that's matching that's the one we're going to get a tattoo. And we Aww. both chose unconditional that's nice.
0: Aww.
10: King also shared that there's a reason why she's selective about the projects she takes on. It's because she did not want to be an absentee mother. She made sure that she would always have time for her son to see him grow up. She shared, I'm not missing out on his life. I don't ever want my son to say, well, the nanny was there. I would be devastated. Many of Regina." Regina King's friends in Hollywood are mourning right along or following the news of Ian Alexander Jr.'s death. Many took to social media to share their condolences and express their support for the star who just lost her one and only child. Halle Berry shared a heartwarming photo of King and Alexander on Instagram, along with the caption, Sending my deepest condolences to my friend Regina King and her entire family, following the passing of her son Ian. Jackson posted the same photo saying, Please know that I am here for you, Regina King. I pray the love that you pour into others every day is sent your way tenfold during this time. According to King, she considers being Alexander's mother one of her greatest accomplishments. She said in her red chair interview, You don't know what unconditional love is. You may say you do, but if you don't have a child, you don't know what that is. But when you experience it, it is the most fulfilling ever. So that is the greatest part about me, being a mom to Ian. If you or anyone you know is having suicidal thoughts, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK-82.
11: Very latest on the tragic suicide of Twitch, he left a note in the motel room where he was found.
4: 38 year old male, suspicious search.
11: TMZ reports, according to law enforcement sources, in the suicide note, Twitch referenced past challenges that it faced. It's unclear what specifically they were. One unfounded theory is that Twitch was facing money problems.
12: The West Valley Unit I mean, TV Investigation.
11: Tuesday, his frantic wife went to the LAPD trying to find him. He had Ubered to this motel, put his phone on airplane mode, and used a gun to take his own life.
13: I'm Twitch. And I'm Allison.
11: The DJ and TV host was seemingly an open book on social media, along with his wife, Allison. Real,
1: I've never met a more inspiring human.
11: Just two months ago, at his 40th birthday, she toasted him with a speech that today is even that much more painful to hear.
1: Every single day, wake up yeah. grateful to be next to this guy who is just pushing himself to be better, pushing himself to be a better husband and father and man every single day Woo, and yeah. I love you. Yeah. Yeah.
11: Yeah. Deepening the mystery of his death is the news from People Magazine that Twitch and Allison were working on multiple new projects together for the new year.
3: We're just absolutely flabbergasted and in shock
11: so you think you can dance co-star mary murphy told me that there were no outward signs that twitch might take his own life do you replay conversations in your head now looking back going was there like an instance where he took things too hard or he went into a, into a- ball because he was you know he couldn't express something or he was frustrated or anything yeah
3: of course you go back through conversations or anything and i can honestly tell you not one time not one inkling all my experience with him has never been nothing more than joy laughter kidding around hugs i mean that's just how it was
13: I'm Twitch, and I am so excited to be hosting our first ever Father's Day show, y'all. Now, although since I'm a father, I don't know why Ellen has the day off and I have to work. But, <laughs> but either way, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. So this is my day job, y'all. But my favorite job is being a dad. And even though the hours aren't great and um, the pay is pretty lousy, <laughs> nah, i kidding. You, you, you get paid in love. and. Cheeto dust and crumbs that they leave (laughs) in furniture. That's good. But you know, dads are like, they're a little different today than they used to be, right? I think we're definitely a little more hands-on, right? And I love that. Like, For instance, in the old days, dads might have stood outside a hospital room with a cigar while their wife handled the miracle of birth on her own, right? But for me, when my wife, Allison, gave birth, I was in the room. And I was there to support her every step of the way. And I'm really glad that I did, absolutely. But I'm not going to lie, y'all, I, I saw some things. I saw some things that will shift, you know what I'm saying? Like, like really deepen that appreciation, right? So Father's Day is this weekend, and I think it gets, it gets the short end of the stick because it lands in the summer break, right? Like Mother's Day is in May when kids are still in school. And then the teachers can make sure that they create all these cool cards and, Art projects, and don't get me wrong, the moms deserve it 100%, absolutely. But by the time we get to Father's Day, the kids just want to play video games and eat popsicles, right? And then last minute, they're like, Here, Dad, here's a popsicle, because you're a cool pop. You get it? Popsicle. So you literally get the short end of the stick. And y'all, honestly, it, it sounds like I'm making fun of that gift, but if if my kids did that, it, it would probably make me cry for real. real. It, it, I would appreciate <laughs> that. Because honestly, yo, being a dad is the best thing ever. And I love that I get to be there to like, help teach my kids all the important things in life, like how to tie their shoes, how to ride a bike, and um, how there's nothing cooler than superheroes. Look at what me and my son Maddox did just a little while ago. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. said I'm jumping nuts. Yeah. I, uh, uh jumping up the swag, then I hopped into <laughs> That's it? That good. But so uh, I want to shout out all the superhero dads out there and all the amazing father figures and role models who make such a difference in the life of a child. Happy Father's Day, everyone. <laughs> and remember, listen, all dads really want for Father's Day is a little peace and quiet and to do the thing that made them a dad in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Now, listen, all right. I'm going to go backstage and come back out with a big surprise for you all. I'm so excited for this. I'll be right back. Just give me a second.
14: Time for the sake of the rhyme And I'ma say it one more time, Mr. Kid So let me get biz for a minute. I want to let you know that the Lord tribe is in it and pieces in the house for yo, it's time is on the limit. Mr. doodles up to bat next mess with the contacts, flex with the school steps, rhymes, some corn checks We we'll weeble wobble wobble, weeble and shit down, we flow and grow and take control and know that we would glow on the mic, let the rhymes flow.
13: take a bow. Let's take a bow. Good job, buddy. Did you have fun? Yeah. You had a good time? Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, you keep up, you keep up good dancing like that, you too can be a fake DJ just like me. <laughs> now listen, I'm so proud of you, man, now. You know what time it is? You know what you're about to get? Yes. You gonna go get some snacks? Yeah! All right. <laughs> you go, wait, hold on, wait for mommy, wait for my go backstage and get some snacks. Give it up one more time for Maddox, y'all. Here we go. <laughs> and also my lovely wife, Allison and Zaya. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. That was awesome. Um, and also, I have to say this, too. Uh, obviously, that was my son Maddox's youngest daughter, Zaya my wife Allison, but then behind the scenes, and she's gonna hate that I'm doing this, but behind the scenes is my oldest daughter, Wesley, right there, I'm gonna have to shout her out. I'm gonna have to do it, I'm gonna have to do it, you're here, I'm gonna have to do it.
12: Nick Lima, a.k.a. Turo goat hey, I know you said you've been trying this five times, but I'm so sorry uh, Probably because I was on the road and I really hate doing cameos on the road because I got a lot of cool stuff to show you um, First of all from one ninja to another <sighs> Anyway, hey, thank you man for the video. Thank you for your time um, As you know got a new movie called the legend of the white dragon and that is gonna be super cool. I Started Marshall. This is my first truck Look at this. What? with a pickup bid that dumps (laughs) and a little bit about myself. I started martial arts at a very early age. This was me when I was like 16. I had the long hair and then they made me cut my hair because they told me that I looked like a teenager with attitude and then here we are, years later, they hired teenagers with attitudes. (laughs) So this is my office. I reorganized my office. This is uh, old man Logan, Mia's bloodshot. This was done by Gabriel Junkart, a little Louis Vuitton. Uh, It's one of a kind. Uh, When I did this, I actually paid for the pilot and it didn't really go anywhere. And of course the legend Stan Lee behind me. All the helmets I have here are from the show. So this is from Dino Thunder. This is from the Superpower Beatdown. Then we're going to a new shelf that I built called the Legend of the White Dragon shelf. This is my helmet. Of course, this is me and I had to lay the dragon flute. It has nothing to do with Power Rangers, but you know, still a little school, a little iced out. And uh, and this is Ashgore, he's our lead bad guy, which is super cool. Then the good old White Ranger. And this is my little girl, Jenna, who was in the movie, who did a fantastic job. And these are some of the toys and props I had for the movie. Of course, you know Chuck Norris, Chuck. Chuck Norris makes onions cry. And then someone built me this, which I tried to Instagram them, but their Instagram is no longer valid. So it was amazing, man. I started the show very early and hitting into the spotlight. And it was just something that I would just never go back and change any part of my life. You know, dream come true, reach your dreams, got toys, got Legend of the White Dragon, Dragon Prime. Super cool, and then of course, this is a really cool prop that I only show on cameo. I got this from someone I thought it was super cool. Lights up, then you could pull out the dragon dagger. I am Ninja Lima, well, you are, and I am Ninja JDF,
13: doo, 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 doo.
12: <laughs> aka Turo Goat. All right, buddy. Well, um, you can always hit me up on Instagram, JDFFFN. And uh, just inbox me, okay? So I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. I'm glad. Sorry that you requested it five times. I, I didn't see this, but probably because I wanted to be in my office. So I'm off now doing a father daughter day. And thank you so much, man. And uh, wish you all the best. And uh, hope to get a chance to see you sometime, okay? All right, buddy. Take care.
15: A black belt in karate, his own form of martial arts. Not to mention dozens of TV appearances playing iconic characters. Jason David Frank, the actor and martial artist behind Tommy Oliver, the memorable Green Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, has died. Keep watching to find out more about his legacy. Jason David Frank's representative, Justine Hunt, confirmed to TMZ that the actor died in Texas and is survived by his four children. He was 49. Several alumni from the Power Rangers franchise, including Black Ranger actor and co-star Walter Emanuel Jones, took to social media to grieve over Frank's passing. While speaking with TMZ, Jones described his former Mighty Morphin co-star as a, quote, "...inspiration to many," and fondly remembered how the Green Ranger was one of the biggest pranksters on the show. Following the release of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in 1993, Frank quickly became the poster child of the franchise. With the Green Ranger emerging as one of the most popular characters on the show. As a Green Ranger, Oliver began as a villain and Rita repulsed a spell, meant to destroy the Power Rangers. Following his defeat at the hands of the Red Ranger, Oliver decided to use his powers for good, joining the titular team. With his cocky attitude and tendency to operate as a lone wolf, the Green Ranger frequently clashed with leadership and expectations. Oliver's arc later saw him assuming the role of the noble White Ranger, becoming the leader of the team. Following the finale of Might and Morphin Power Rangers, Frank went on to portray Oliver countless times in several spin-offs, continuing his fan favorite arc. 2004's Power Rangers Dino Thunder saw Tommy as a mature and sensible leader for a new generation of Power Rangers. As the fandom saw the character grow on Dino Thunder, they were treated to Tommy stepping into the shoes of the beloved Black Ranger. Frank's final performance as Tommy Oliver was in 2018's Power Rangers Super Ninja Steel, which coincided with the 25th anniversary of the Mega franchise. Fans will always remember Frank as the emotional anchor for the entire franchise, and while he will always be remembered as the Green Ranger, there was more to the actor than just Power Rangers. In a way, playing Tommy Oliver was more of Frank's side hustle, with his day job being professional martial arts. The actor made headlines in 2010 when he made and won his MMA debut after signing on to Sucker Punch Entertainment. Prior to his professional career as a fighter, the Green Ranger actor had a number of amateur fights under his belt. His passion for martial arts eventually led to the fighter opening up his own karate dojo, Rising Karate. Located just outside of Houston, Texas, the school teaches Frank's unique and personally developed form of martial art, Toso Kundo which translates to Way of the Fighting Fist. Boasting an eighth-degree black belt, Frank managed and taught at the Texas Karate School since its inception. Frank's bio on the official Rising Sun Karate website reveals that the Green Ranger began studying martial arts at the age of four and has won multiple accolades, including the coveted Arnold Schwarzenegger Classics Master Appreciation Award. Beyond karate, Frank achieved a purple belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and trained with several revered martial artists including Muay Thai instructor Master Toddy, who previously trained fighter and actor Gina Carano. Prior to his passing in 2022, Frank confirmed that he had officially retired from his nearly three-decade-long stint as a Green Ranger and had intentions to work on more mature projects. All in all, Frank appeared as a Green Ranger over a dozen times, and while his legacy as a Power Ranger is indescribable, his contributions to the world of martial arts should be celebrated just as well.
6: Jason David Frank is a mixed martial artist and karate teacher, but the professional fighter is best known as Tommy, the Green Ranger from the children's television series Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. With a brief stint as the White Ranger as well, it's a role that's lasted a lot longer than Jason
12: could have ever imagined. It was a soap opera for kids, and I lost powers, and people cared. And, you know, I was only hired for 10 episodes. And, you know, 200 and something episodes later, two feature films, Return in the Super Mega Force this year on Nickelodeon. Um, you know, just still going strong. We go this. This is 15, 15 years ago. <laughs> More than 20 years later,
6: fans are lining up at comic conventions across the country for a chance to meet their favorite superhero. We sat down with him at Wizard World Comic Con
12: in Richmond, Virginia. My character was kind of gonna die, like, you know, like in the Japanese footage, he's gone, but we ran out of footage, so my character was like, done. And um, I was happy with it. I never wanted to become the leader. It just, you know, it just, I didn't take anybody's spot. I just created space for Tommy to be in that position. And you know, and, and God's definitely had his hands in his plan for the ultimate plan to say, okay, I'm gonna take care of you and lead you through a challenging life, kickdowns and losses. Talking about his
6: faith comes easy today. Although that relationship started with a difficult loss, the death of his older brother. Seeing his pain, Jason's
12: wife invited him to church I didn't really understand what the whole, you know, church thing was about. And then, you know, um... probably when I lost my brother, you know what I mean? So, sorry, it's just uh... Eric Ray Frank played
6: David Trueheart on Power Rangers. He died in 2001, just months before turning 30.
12: But, um, you know, when I lost my brother, is like... People were like telling me, like, you know, I need God and all that stuff. And, man, I was like, if, you know, one more person tells me that, then that's what it is. The
6: tattoo-covered superhero felt right at home at Crosby Church in Texas. Pastor Kenan Smith helped start Team Impact, a group of traveling professional athletes wowing crowds with their exploits. I'm from
12: L.A., so like this church is like cowboy boots, Pastor Keenan's breaking things, breaking bricks, and I was instantly attracted to him. I was like, yeah, man, this guy, you know, we sparred, we wrestled, and he used that to attract people to church. The Green Ranger is doing his part. Good luck. You feel better? God bless. Yeah!
6: To attract people to a
12: relationship with Christ. So I reached five million people in a week through, through Facebook and Instagram, and um, I'm just blessed to do that. I think living it, and speaking it, and speaking the excitement, will pique your curiosity. And my tattoo—that I'm strong. That you know, I'm tatted on my arm with the Jesus <laughs> didn't tap strong about it. He also teamed up with fellow
6: MMA fighter Patrick Hutton to start the first Christian-inspired line of MMA clothing and fight gear. It's called Jesus didn't tap.
12: We came up with Jesus didn't tap. That means that he didn't quit. He didn't give up. Tap out. He could have tapped. Snap. Anytime, like, it, he could have just called thousands of angels if he wanted to. It's a tap out is an expression of, I can give mentally and physically, fiz- I give up, I give up, I give up. He never did that. We're
6: in Auckland. Jason has no plans of giving up either. He has his eyes on another Power Ranger movie, runs two karate schools. You're stuck in Lexington, and tomorrow, we're waking up at 7 a.m., and I'm getting- And shares his family life in a web and television series called My Morphin
12: Life. As 24 hours in a day, I put as much passion into that day so I can have a future. So when I did day by day and only hired for 10 episodes, I put all the passion into day by day. And thanking God for the strength. Ephraim Graham, CBN News,
6: Richmond, Virginia.
0: Well, I hope you guys got something from from that video. I just wanted to say that you know, mental your mental health is very um, is very serious. Your mental mental all of it is it's, it's very very serious. And you know, I've been in a dark place dark place myself before, and you know, it, it really is hard to to get out you do have thoughts you have thoughts uh you're not enough you're never gonna be good enough you're you're this you're that i mean that stuff it goes it really does pound through your mind and it's really the enemy trying to get you really trying to get you And it's like, and it's it's not easy, you know, it really isn't easy. And it's it's hard. And because you have those thoughts, like you're not enough. No one loves you. No one could possibly love you. But I know that through that through Christ, there is hope. And you know, I always rely on that hope when i'm having a bad day a bad year you know a bad just one minute of every of every single second you have to have hope you have to have hope you have to have hope in christ you have to keep fighting and you have to keep pushing you have to keep you know pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing through it and it's so hard and it really is so hard my condolences, like I say, go out to the families of those who have lost someone from mental, mental illness. It's not, it's not a game. It's not a game out here, and and it's real. And I do encourage each and every single, every single person person out there who has a family member, a, a loved one, a friend, someone who's not your friend. It you know it doesn't it, it 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 doesn't even matter if they're your if they're your friend or not. Just call them, say hi. Say hi. How you doing? What you doing today? I hope you're well. You know, and you know, here's a verse right here. I want. I want to put. I want to put. Who are crushed in their spirit? and we have to remember to keep praying for people we have to we have to keep pushing people forward we have to keep encouraging them being there for them never never letting them go no matter what never letting go and i think that and i think that's all that that is that's the thing we all need to do we cannot let go we cannot let go we have to hold on to our loved ones, to our family, no matter what, to our husbands, our boyfriends, our um, our friends, our community, we we can't give up, we just can't. And you know, and I did and I did this video because I believe that it's important to have awareness. I believe it's important to say that there is hope. And you know, and these and these people's lives—they were—they were so important. They were so important, and for them to have those feelings and to, and you know, to think like that—I I can imagine their minds were just pounded with the pain and the suffering and all the things that they were going through on the inside. I mean. I know it was very difficult for them. So, so I wanna say this, don't be fooled behind a smile. Do not be fooled by that. There are so many people who smile and they make jokes and they make lighter things, but really deep down in, inside, some of them are suffering. So always reach out, always be an encouragement to someone out there. Always build people up, don't tear people down. Be careful with the words that you speak because they have an impact. They have an impact on anyone that you meet. No matter how much someone makes you upset or even gets on your nerves, your ner- your, your words have such power, use them wisely because they can kill and destroy anyone. And I think that's the thing we have we have to learn also is to be careful with what we say to always to always be an encouragement and not discouragement and to always be praying for each and each and every single person that walks into our lives. And so. All these people were important, Robin, Robin Williams, Naomi Judd, uh, Chelsea Chris, uh, Ian, uh, Ian Alexander Jr, Twitch, Jason, David Frank, and, and for everyone who who has lost someone this year, this year has been a, a great loss. It has been, and we really need to st- step up and really and really be there for people. Really, truly, be there for people and really checking up on people. I know we all get busy. I know that we do, but that one call, that person hearing, hearing, um, that that they are great, that they are, that they are meant to do great things. That 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 can mean everything to a person, because I always say. Everyone has something to give. God did not put us on this earth for us to do nothing. I will always say that and I stand by that and I believe that he did not put us here on this earth to do nothing. We all have something to give. We are all beautiful. We are. We all can be an encouragement. I just wanna say to those out there who are suffering right now, please don't give up. Don't give up on life because God's not giving up on you. Please don't give up on yourself. Please don't. Don't give up on yourself. Please, please keep on going. Turn to God. Turn to him. Trust in him. Let him be your guide. Let him be your guide. And you know, I know that's easier said than done. Because for me, when I've dealt with certain things there were times where i um from my experience i couldn't even get out of bed and you know sometimes this stuff it hits you it just hits you all of a sudden you don't know when it's gonna come and you don't even know why like why am i feeling like this why am i feeling so low why do i feel like no one loves me why do i feel like i'm never enough for anyone why is this feeling coming over me all of a sudden why why is this happening right now, Lord? Why why is that? Sometimes it comes so strong. It comes so strong. You know, we we win little battles the uh well, I don't want to say little. So we we win these battles with the enemy and he comes back 10, 20, 25 times harder, harder than ever before. And and it gets so difficult where you just don't even want to do it no more. Let me tell you, it 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 really does. And I don't. I, and I didn't mean to say little 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 battle. I didn't mean to say that, because every battle is big with the enemy. It doesn't matter how big it, it's everything is huge. And you know, you think you you think you're good. That here he, he he comes back, and he and then he keeps coming back. He just keeps on coming back, back and forth, back and forth. It's like, oh Lord, please help me. Because like I said, it just hits you like a ton of bricks. And you start uh you start having all these things like I'm not enough. You're not loved. Why would anybody want to love you? The, all these things and it, it's it's a crushing blow. It really is a crushing blow because the wave could come so strong so strong until you least expect it i kid you not and i've dealt with that before and i still and I, and I still and i still deal with it and i just want people to know that you're not alone we are here we are here for you if you want to make a comment say anything talk about anything you you could put anything in the comments on my youtube you you could put um tell and tell me what you're dealing with we're praying for you we are here for you we are truly here for you okay god is here for you there is nothing he cannot do for you just always know and remember that carry that with inside you carry carry that with inside yourself so i want to thank everyone for tuning into this show today and watching the and watching the video i just hope that you know i just wanted to bring i wanted to bring something i wanted to bring something today awareness about the things that are happening out there because it shocked me because some of these people on this list i never i never would have thought it would have happened to them and I would, I just, I would, I would just think this person is so happy. This person has this, this person has that, but it it teaches me something every single time. Don't be fooled by the smiles. Don't be fooled by it. Because a lot of times that smile is actually upside down. We just can't see it. So, and I want to tell everyone out there that we need to stop dancing with the devil before he dances with us before he dances with us back we gotta we gotta stop this time is running short time is running short in this world life is too short. life is definitely too short and we have to get right. we truly do have to get right and i just want and I just really want to put that out there that we that we have to get right and we have to we we have to be okay we we just have to be. So and I just wanted to say that because a lot a lot of us we we be dancing with the enemy and we this is and this is off topic, we be dancing with the enemy and we don't even know it. We don't even know it. We we be dabbling into so many things or this and that. But if you keep dancing with them, don't get mad when he starts dancing with you back, and that's when you're in trouble. So that's my little soapbox for (laughs) today. that's my little, my little soapbox. I just wanted to put that out there, but I just want to say that everybody needs to take mental health very seriously. I pray for those who are depressed and who have suicidal thoughts on their mind. Just know that God is with you. He loves you. He cares for you. He wants you to keep living. He wants you to keep thriving in him. He just wants you to, to he just wants you to fulfill your purpose. He wants you to fulfill your purpose in him in, we have to remember that we all have something to give to to give nobody's better or less than in this world so i want to thank you guys for tuning in i hope to be back real real soon with more interviews for you guys <laughs> i can't wait I, I i really i really can't wait i have to say that 2022 has brought uh has brought lessons and they have brought many blessings into my life you know i i thank god for for everything he is continuously doing and i pray that he will that he will continue to lead and guide me into and into, into to, my, to more of my purpose because I I believe I know about all my, all, the, all my purpose is, but I know that there's more because God is endless. God is amazing. God is great. And I just want to thank him right now for this year because this year has truly been a great year and it's been amazing. So I just want to say that. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Love you. God bless you all. हाथों से पूरी बात struggle करे call मेरे साथ छोड़ा साथ लेकिन कोई बड़ी बात तभी heartbeat better on the top